T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Previously on Gresh and Fourier. I think we just tell Coop to limit the bread making for only people on, on this show. Like other people should not be asking him for bread. So if Mego walked up to Coop and said, wow, I heard Christian talking about yeah. that bread. Would you mind possibly making me some as well? Yep. You would tell Coop to tell Mego to no. stick it. Yeah. Have your producer. Have you your Twitch guy. You can't run Coop's kitchen. This is Gresh and Fourier. And that's all she wrote with the Celtics. A commanding 33-point win in Miami tonight. We got outshot by 14. Didn't turn them over. Uh, had 11 turnovers. You know, we did get to the free throw line more, so the shot margin's not too bad. So I don't, don't know if it's the best we've played, but I think it's pretty the most intentional that we've played. And I think after that game, uh, the biggest lesson without watching the film is just how the guys impact each other. Andy Gresh. character and the culture of we compete hard we have great second and third effort and you know we're our captain is the epitome of hard work christian fourier the further it went down the road with bill belichick the more man i think got cold feet on bill belichick and understanding all the things that they would have to do to satisfy him he's going to come in and want things to be done his way with no one to answer to so i had thought during the year that it would be difficult for him to find a market and that's proving right gresh and fourier right now genealogy was that i say that right geology on w-e-e-i well 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 you want to turn your mic on there it uh, is he usually there you go did. brother i wait until you flip your headphones down and you didn't flip okay your headphones well that's down. that's my fault uh, i'll right. take the blame for that one Oh, hey, good morning, everybody. Happy rainy Friday. Oh, my God. Just what the type of, I'd rather snow. I'd rather snow any day, any time, any place than rain. Uh, rain sucks. The uh, the Twitch is up and running. You can uh, watch us do this show on Twitch. And why wouldn't you want to look at this double dose of uh, handsome? Twitch.tv slash Boston WEI. Or you go to YouTube and just type in uh, WEI live stream. And there you go. You can uh, watch us do this show. Uh, we've got Celtics and Bruins and, of course, a lot of football. Ball and Bill Belichick to get to as well. Andrew Raycroft will be with us at 1125. Angry Lou. Bruins, Angry Lou at noon. Uh, and uh, we will get to uh, Angry Christian and maybe me coming up in uh, mere <laughs> moments. Gonna, but uh, It's going to be an interactive show yeah, today. Everybody... It, Get get your fingers ready to call in. You're gonna want a piece of it this. It is, uh, yeah, it is, uh, it is interesting. By the way, 
Has anybody checked with Ken Laird? Have we been compliantly collaborative today? Has apparently collaboration is the new way. No, or, no, the, no. or the way of doing, have we been, uh, Wiggy, have we been collaborative enough today? Do you feel like you've been heard? Yeah. Just want to make sure. Anyway, before we get to all that, I've got to tell you, I held my breath last night thinking, oh, my God, Porzingis finally got hurt. Celtics beat Miami 143-110. Not the story. Not the story. The Heat are not the Heat anymore, in my opinion. Uh, and the Celtics have passed them by. It's called Celtic culture. But my God, when Porzingis rolled his ankle and then he left, I'm thinking to myself, oh my God. That's it. You're this waiting is for all it. it takes to uh, derail the season, drive you off the exit ramp, whatever. And luckily he came back to the bench. He didn't come back in the game. But my God, that scared the hell out of me last yeah, night. Yeah, I tell you what, because, uh, you, you know, I hate saying people are injury prone, you know, because it's just because uh, I, I feel like injury prone. is just another way for saying you have bad luck. But some people are predisposed, like their body type, you know, the way they play. If you have a guy that plays really tough and rough, like he's probably going to get hurt more than others. If you have a guy like Porzingis that's seven-plus feet tall and he's kind of thin and narrow and frail and he gets pushed around, maybe he doesn't keep his footing. Like, that's him, and that's been his reputation. So you're like, okay, this year you're not allowed to get hurt. No, God, no. Because you see how valuable he is. And even at halftime before he got hurt, like the TNT crew was talking about how he is the most important person. Like he is like he is the, the like like he's the he's the key. He's well, the he's difference. the unicorn. I yeah, mean, I, and and that's no disrespect to Jason Tatum, who is who is the best player on this team. But when it comes to Porzingis, why did you go get him? Because he is different. He is unique. And if that guy goes, then by God, uh, you got some problems. There was one point last night. Oh my God, Jalen Brown kind of drove me nuts at one point. And again, they won by what a. 23 or whatever, 33, whatever it ended up being, right? They blew him out in the end. But you're in the flow offensively, and Porzingis is doing well early, and you got Sam Hauser open on the wing, and you got Porzingis in the paint in a mismatch. And what does Jalen Brown do? Stop with, you know, 18 seconds on the shot clock and jack up a three. Like, there were moments where it was, oh, wait, it's my turn. Let me chuck it up there. That kind of drove me nuts last night. But again, they smacked Miami, and Porzingis is okay. So, thank God. Thank God he's Try okay. Try not to get super uh, whooped up about it. Uh, Porzingis, after the game, telling everyone, hey, it's going to be all right. I just went to contest uh, Bam's shot, and as I came down, just landed on his foot and just rolled my ankle. Uh, not too bad. Just in the moment, it kind of got me pretty good in the moment, but feeling, feeling pretty good now. You got some treatment. Was there a chance you could have come in? You're listed as doubtful, but I mean. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, depending on the game a little bit. Uh, uh, you know, sprained ankle is, is 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 no big deal in general. So um, if the situation needed, I would have been able to play for sure. Um, just was you know at that point of the game was smart to to sit out. We saw you standing up, moving around, smiling. How is it yeah. feeling now? Yeah, it's feeling all right. It's feeling all right. That thing's going to swell up a little bit. Uh, but uh, we'll see how it is tomorrow and, uh, and go from there. All right, there we go. There you That's go. all we need All's from fine. Porzingis. All's he fine. thinks it's going to be okay. Thank God. We will trust KP at his word. 
Um, and I know that uh, you found the stats, Christian, the second most efficient game by a, a team in NBA history because the Celtics were shooting the lights out last night. Big deal is that Porzingis isn't hurt. Bruins went back-to-back. They beat Ottawa 3-2 in overtime. Brad Marchand nets the uh, game winner. Bruins almost blew another third-period lead. They were down one, give up a goal late. Marshy ends up scoring in overtime to kind of save the day. And uh, for me, Christian, this was gritty, gutty win. You could tell that there were guys that were kind of dragging out there. And it's going to be Saturday uh, afternoon, early afternoon on Saturday in Philadelphia for the Bruins. And then they hit the break. And I think it comes at a good time. Last night was one of those find a way to grind it out games. They figured it out, got the extra point. Tough loss against uh, Carolina. You hop on a plane, you fly to Ottawa. That's got to be a long, just, you know, monotonous day, just long day. And you come out, you listen, you grind it out, you get the win. So for me, uh, I mean, that's what great teams do, mm-hmm. right? Like the, you're you're worn out, you're a little angry, you're kind of like you're feeling sorry for yourself. And Bruins you know, were at home against Carolina before the hockey people start screaming. I, I know, at you. okay, they, but you had to get on a plane and, and Still, go to Ottawa. Yeah, okay, and so it wasn't like it was. A, and we'll talk to Razor about it. He's going to come on at eleven twenty, and um, I know he has some thoughts about Ottawa and uh, you know how difficult it is to you just the, just dealing with the customs and all that stuff, sitting around all day. Either way, nobody's crying for them. They won. End of story. Well, and the Bruins uh, not only back-to-back get the win, but Brad Marchand scores his 396th career goal, surpassing Ray Bork for fifth place on the Bruins' all-time total goals list, which is pretty amazing to think about because when Brad Marchand came into the league, um, and I'm sure you were, I'm trying to think, that would have been, what, oh, trying to remember back now, what it would have been the beginning of the 2010s or whatever, the Marchand started to uh, show up, and then you see this guy flying around in the year they win the cup, and it's like, boy, he's small, he's a... He's like a Woody Woodpecker type. You know, he's annoying, and he was chippy at the beginning. The transformation of Brad Marchand from when he got here to now and the player that he is, I mean, I'm expecting this guy by the time his career is over to have over 500 goals. It's really a a testament to perseverance, and he doesn't look like the typical athlete package but my God, the guy's a hell of a hockey player. And what a big moment for him to come through last night. Absolutely massive. And he passes the great Ray Bork, which kind of uh, lets you know sort of uh, the the kind of history and company that uh, Brad Marchand is sort of uh, hanging out in right now. And then there are the decisions in the NFL. And as we sit here right now, as our guy Mike Cadlick put it on uh, Twitter and at weei.com, You hate to have to write it this way, but there were two more interviews done by Gerard Mayo, and now the Patriots are Rooney Rule compliant and can hire an offensive coordinator now because they have checked all the boxes. But we find out from Adam Schefter yesterday in Atlanta Fourier that it is Arthur Blank checking the box for Raheem Morris to come in and be the new head coach, he and his 21-38 and 38 record. Tell me how you felt about that when you saw it, right? Because uh, we've taught, we've had you know sound from McDonough when he was on Greg Hill's show saying 85% of the fans don't want him. When you were out, we had 
uh, Michael Rothstein uh, come on the show. He covers uh, the Atlanta Falcons for, for ESPN. And at the end of the interview, we sat there and said, okay, do you think it's going to happen? I, th- I want to, Nick, I, th- I want to say he leaned towards no at the very end when we were pressing no, he him. He said, I lean towards yes. Oh, he leaned towards yes. Okay, but he was not happy about it because we, we only gave him two options. We didn't let him sit on the fence. Like, I was, I was a little shocked because I did not think Raheem Morris was a – like a real candidate. I feel like he was just like they interviewed what 14 to 15 people at this point in time. And he's a defensive and coordinator. And he's a defensive coordinator. He's already been a head coach, uh, you know, and I just felt like it was Bill and everything else was them just buying time and checking all the all the boxes, which is I hate to say it out loud, but the Rooney rule boxes. That's what I thought that they were doing. Mm-hmm. I would lean towards yes, but a very very slight yes. Yeah, he wasn't really happy about it. So I, I would tell you, and, and as soon as I saw it, I was like, wow, Bill is going to be legitimately iced out of all coaching opportunities this year. That's what it looks like. That's what it, it looks like and it seems like because, again, it's the the fresh, the new. the Dan Graziano on ESPN said the following earlier today. These are the kinds of hires the NFL has been looking for. You take that, folks. And look at the list of people who are getting hired, and you take that statement from one of the insiders at ESPN, and you can kind of run with it the way you want. Um, uh, Quite honestly, I'm surprised that there were three people who were rooted in defense that got hired. Because apparently it is, you have to be a play caller that doesn't call plays, or be a failed head coach that people like with a bad record, but you're young. Or you're just an offensive guy. And, I mean, uh, the the fact that Mayo, Pierce, and Morris got these jobs are unbelievable. I don't even know where, what angle to go to first when it comes to this Bill situation. Because when you say the type of players, okay, we're talking about young type of hires. Top of type of hires, sorry. Young minority coaches. Black, Hispanic is, 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 is the cycle. Mm-hmm. This young. Emphasis on young. Young. Okay. That's the main thing. Mm-hmm. Young. Under 40. Not part of any uh, coaching tree of, of old. No Bill Parcells. No, uh, you know, uh, uh, Pete Carroll. None of this old white guy mentality is what they are going away from. So you're going from young, energetic, passionate, collaborative. These are all the these are all the code words that they're using that's the other in one. order to like, you know, create some sort of competitive environment. So, on one hand, I get it. I understand it. But on the other hand, I'm like, wow. Like, this is this, this, like, that. and I told you about the cycle. This cycle is all about um, getting rid of the old white coach. Getting rid of the old white guy. Get rid of that guy and all his ways and his mentality and his old worn out plays and his stupid philosophy and it's time to reinvigorate the league and with young up-and-coming coaches who are coded this is the word i heard the other day coded uh to uh to create relationships lasting relationships oh my god collaborative 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 how many times have we heard that word collaborative collaborative even joking about ken ken jumped in the twitch chat by the way want to know the teases for the show because they're going to be collaborative that's the it's the buzzword now got to be a relationship builder you got to be collaborative so i kind of take it this way that when this flops in atlanta then Arthur Blank then gets to fire everybody because they're collaborative, right? 
Everybody goes. And clearly the people in the building won out in Atlanta in terms of getting Raheem Morris. And when you forensically start to put two and two together, there's a little bit of Gerard Mayo-ism, let's say, going on with Raheem Morris. And we will put that into perspective and explain coming up. Your thoughts on this, 617-779-7937. It looks like Belichick will be outside of the NFL next year. And I would dare say this, if you say you're a fan and you love this, then you never really love the team or what the guy did. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Type that into your app search, then download. Gresh and Fourier on W-E-E-I. Arthur Blank wanted to hire Bill Belichick, the head coach. And it wasn't the money. I think he was willing to pay him. It was everything else that was going to have to happen. And the amount of people around him that Bill's going to need here. And the amount of people that might be outgoing because of it. And I think people in that building knew, like, hey, if Bill comes here, I probably won't be here for very long, much longer. And so those people wind up getting in Blank's ear. And so I think it wasn't Bill the coach. I think Blank wanted to hire Bill the coach. I think more than anything else, it was... The fact that maybe Bill wanted the thing set up a certain way and Blank wasn't comfortable with that, especially for, as Tom said, a guy who might only be around for a year or two. That was Albert Breer on NBC Sports Boston. What's interesting on that comment from Breer Fourier is that the Atlanta Falcons in making this announcement last night also made a big change. Whereas the head coach and the general manager and that guy Terry Fontenot down there is still the GM. They used to report to Rich McKay. Now they're reporting directly to Arthur Blank, which couple of things. Number one, that's interesting. Hey, I hire this guy. I listen to you, Terry Fontenot, but now you guys directly report to me. I kind of take that as a, okay, you guys win for now. 
but you're going to deal with me every day on it. Yeah, and uh, and I don't know, read into this as you want. Rich McKay is actually going to be is moving along into, uh, I don't know, Atlanta's soccer team because they own a soccer team also. He is going to be more hands-on in that area of, uh, I guess, their you know umbrella of businesses and teams oh, watch, that they own. Watch Atlanta slide out Rich McKay, and then at some point they'll put Belichick in that role. No. And, and that's why those guys have to report to Arthur Blank because they're going to put somebody else in there. Um, so in, in now listening to a little more on this Raheem Morris connection, because Raheem Morris was really just one of the guys that was – mentioned in the group of people who had come in and out of Atlanta and all that kind of stuff. And even Schefter, when he announced it, was like, hey, this is a shocker. Raheem Morris is getting it. But let's go back to Fred Taylor does a podcast with somebody. I don't know what it is. I didn't look it up. I just know they did it. And that's where we got this audio. But this is Raheem Morris talking about opportunity with Atlanta and how deep the history runs with Raheem Morris in that organization. I thought it was a legit interview. Right, but it's time. No, no, no. You just won the Super Bowl. Let me tell you something. Hey, Fred, I'm not going to argue with you about whether it's time or not. I agree with that 100%. I'm just talking about my experiences, right? I I get it. So, like, then I went to Jacksonville last year. Right. And I interviewed with Atlanta last year. Mm -hmm. And the people in Atlanta... You know how I feel about those people. Right. Arthur Blank, mm-hmm. come on, man. Like, I knew this man before I was even coaching for him. Yeah, an like, opportunity I, I, to enter him there. Yeah, too. like, right. I, 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 I've been to his ranch. I've been to Mountain Sky. I've been to his house. Like, mm-hmm. like Arthur Blank gave me a legit interview, like, with, this, with, with, with him. So I can't complain about what he did for me. Right. You know, like, and what, how my experience was in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Do I think I should have got that job? Yeah, I want that job. Always. Yeah, yeah but that's not the point. You chose somebody else. I'm not going to judge you for that. Right. Do what you do. Yeah, so it, it, I, I, when I heard that, I, in my head I said, well, this is Arthur Blank's Gerard Mayo. Yeah. This is Arthur Blank. This is, this is right. Arthur Blank saying, you know what? I missed my opportunity on him. I hired Arthur Smith instead. I, I you know, uh, I should have kept him along. Like, I saw it. Like, uh, you, know, you know, Raheem Morris was a head coach at the age of 32. He failed. Okay, in one year he had 10 wins, but ultimately he failed in Tampa. Probably too early, probably wasn't ready for goes out, plays, coaches here, coaches there, wins a Super Bowl on that uh Rams staff, almost like you know, fixes his reputation just like Josh McDaniels did. And now he's back in the cycle again. And then the one team that needs him that has an emotional connection to him there you go. and feels like they probably screwed up and should have hired him back I- instead of Arthur Smith. Now they have a second chance. Now there's like, okay, let's do this together. Like, that, to me, makes sense. It feels like these owners are afraid to grab the wheel of what they own. That's what it feels like. The collaborative is so important nowadays in the NFL that they're all focused on it. Because let's just be real. Not only is there the emotional connection to Arthur Blank with Raheem Morris, but the people working for him knew that as well. And clearly, Terry Fontenot and people won out. But it is interesting that the owner is like, yeah, but you know what? Now you're going to report to me. Now, I don't know if that's Arthur Blank being Billy Badass, as in, I listened to you, you better be right, or I'm going to fire the lot of you. Because one of the things about collaboration that is interesting is, is that 
it leads much more quickly to finger pointing because it's, well, they had that. Oh, no, he had that. No, they, this person put in this idea. You can get into finger pointing one-on-one real quick when it's collaborative because the buck doesn't stop anywhere. But to me, this is two things going on. One, general managers being job scared. There was not one GM who was willing to say, hey, I want to at least investigate going down the road of Bill Belichick because he's really good. They were all scared of it. And owners are that way as well. It feels like there is some kind of shift going on with owners, whether it's spoken or not, in terms of what they're looking for, how they feel. You know, the do, do we listen to the players? Do we want everybody That's, to be able to? It seems to be the, it seems to be the sit, trend. It, you know what it is? It feels like right now the NFL is moving towards let's all get in a circle and let's all hold hands. Yep. And we'll all talk about everything we need to, and then we'll go try to win a football game. 617-779-7937. Eddie in the car, first up today with Gresham Fourier. Hello, Eddie. Good morning, gentlemen. I have a couple of questions and a point I want to make. I've heard people talking about, is Bill Belichick being blackballed by the Crafts? My question is, is it possible that Bill actually is the put? person that put himself in that position and my next question is this in life when it comes down to is when you are more trouble than you're worth people are going to move on and christian is there a chance and is there any chance at all that bill would go to kansas city and and reed is actually gonna gonna bow out Okay, th- thanks, Eddie. So there's the, there's two parts. I'm going to skip the, the, the Andy Reid, Kansas City part because the first question, I think, is something that we can unpack, and I'm curious to know how people feel about this mm-hmm. at 617-779-7937 because here is the reality. Bill has nobody to blame but himself. That is that is that is truly how I feel. You mean for the public perception? For the public perception. But I do think, th- I think some other – it is – you know, curious how there were so many leaks and like so many people ripping him and, and you know leaking information. How you know he just couldn't get along and he messed this up and he screwed up with Tom and all this. So suddenly he's the worst coach in the world. Part of this is be like his reputation, as good as it was, has literally been ruined overnight. Like the last two years, he ruined his with all the decisions that he made. With the way he handled Mac, the way he put Matt Patricia in charge, with the way he put Joe Judge in charge. It's 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 football malpractice to a degree, but he was so arrogant and so sure of himself that he thought it didn't matter what he did or how he did it. He's Bill Belichick. Yep. He's got all these championships. This is he built this place. He has say in everything. No one can tell him anything. So it's almost it's it 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 feels like his reputation just changed overnight and nobody wanted to deal with him, Gresh. Nobody wanted to put I would say put up with him. Nobody wanted to put up with them. Well, um, either real or real or made up. No, I think. Look, Bill's public persona cannot. It is what it is. I mean, you know, you hate to use that line because it's his famous line, but it is what it is. Exactly. You know, there are lots of people who end up moving around the NFL that are tough to deal with. Miscreants will quit at any time. 
Hell, they had one guy, another gambler in the league. We didn't even know what Kayshawn Booty, what in the world he was doing. There is the dirty underbelly of the NFL. I'm sure there's some nefarious characters that you've crossed paths with in your 13 years in the NFL. But man, oh man, to look at neophytes, to look at people who've been like, oh yeah, you've called plays for a year, you're ready to go. It's just amazing to me that, and I'll even go with a younger version of, say, Belichick. Vrabel's going to get left at the door? Looks, it feels like it. It does feel feels like like it, it. and he's he's kind of because on the fringe though. It's which is weird. And we ran down the numbers of around seventy percent of these first year guys just completely flop, and now some of those owners, and especially in Atlanta. I mean, look if this goes, if this is a fabulous disaster in Atlanta, or they have three more seasons of seven and ten, and Arthur Blank is now eighty, almost eighty five years old, sitting there going, I should have done it different, you know. It's a. It, it, this is a legendary guy that you're passing on to do what? I mean, that's the part that gets me about it, about Atlanta and some of these organizations. They just do the same thing over and over again. Dan Quinn got him to a Super Bowl, but ultimately they moved on. Arthur Smith comes in. So what are we doing? Pretty much the exact same thing. Now, Arthur Smith was a true first-time head coach, so maybe Raheem Morris is a little different, but... To think that you said the guy who's 21 and 38 is better for your organization than I'll even, to placate the Belichick people, I'll go Vrabel first and then Bill second even. And you're saying that guy's better with that record. I would dare say that if it were a defensive coach who had that kind of record, and uh, you could find reasons not to like him, maybe like Vrabel because he's a little prickly too, then you talk yourself into hiring someone who is less proven and maybe not completely ready for the job because it just makes you feel better. I don't understand uh, yeah, it. I, I, again, I, these I, organizations I, just do the exact same thing over and over again. Oh, let me hit the, let me go to the soda machine and press down the button, and here comes the Ben Johnson, who in two and a half years will be gone because they know how to run offense, but they don't know how to run a team, and they're two very different things. Let's go to Jerry in Framingham, aggression for you. What's up, Jerry? Hey guys, good morning. Uh, you know, this is potentially a minefield that most people won't walk down, but uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tread, tread lightly. Um, the NFL has been moving left in their politics, uh, going, starting with the Rooney rule, uh, the corporate kiss that they gave to black lives matters. And, um, you know, even Gerard Mayo in his, in his press conference said that he notices color. Well, I don't know the exact number, but I know it's over north of 90% of all the on-field talent in the NFL are non-white Let's just because there's a, there's a, a plethora there of, of of a mix, but they're non-white. The NFL has been moving away from um, the whiteness that it perceived. The owners they're still talking about the majority of owners are white, and they they see that as a problem. That will be changing. Um, Bill Belichick not getting another interview, I think, in part, um, or getting another job, I think, in part, is is acquiescing to the recognition that the majority of their workforce is of one particular ethnicity, uh, background, life experience. This guy doesn't have it. He's not going to work for us. 
And 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 that's this that's the progression that I see going back as far as the Rooney Rule and working its way forward. That's what we're witnessing here. Well, Jerry, look, uh, even uh, I mentioned our guy Cadillac had to put out the tweet of the hey, the Patriots are now Rooney Rule compliant. It is something that needed to be tackled in the NFL. The problem is now it is positioned so poorly that people are now pushing back against. What was the good intent of having the Rooney rule in the first place? You know, and then there are also those talking heads that are just going to be race baiters. I mean, if you go back to, uh, uh, hold on, uh, Jamel Hill. Three years ago, she tweets out, oh, Dan Campbell, this is a man that black coaches are losing out to. That guy's about to coach in an NFC championship game this weekend. So again, does that need to be out there like that? But that also helps shape narrative as well, one way or another. To me, it's not about left or right. It is collaboration. That's your new it's like jazz hands. New instead of jazz buzzwords. Hands. That's right. No, it is. When you jazz but you know it, what else it is? Collaboration. Here's what here's what else it is. And I will say, and uh Nick, can you grab me uh, you know, the audio of less need on Raheem Morris, please? Because um Here's the other reason why Bill lost this job. I think there's a long list, and we'll get your calls in, in a mm-hmm. second. I want you to hear this because this is something that Les Snead uh, runs the Rams, um, said about Raheem Morris, that I can probably guarantee you, Gresh, that no one has ever said, at least recently, about Bill Belichick. Here's Les Snead on Raheem Morris. Great human being. Uh, the guy's coded to let's call it respect everyone to build a relationship with everyone, no matter where you're at in the organization. And what's awesome is, is as he does that, you just see the respect flow back in his direction. And that's just, that's just, he's coded for that. He's it's a, it's a superpower that I think would help any organization. He's highly intelligent human being who happened to choose football. Okay. That's good. That's good. I don't need more. It was the beginning part. It's it's that's that's that is what we're talking about. Like this is part of the collaboration effect. Like there's there's a there's there's like little branches that come off of collaboration. Is it's all about like you know how he's coded to to build relationships. Like uh, you know he's a great human being. He's going to give any organization an edge in just how collaborative he is. There it is. There it is again. It doesn't matter. We can't escape it. This the the, the word of the year last year. Okay, going into twenty twenty three was gaslighting. One of my favorite words. Yes. The new one in 2024 is is collaboration. Mm -hmm. That is the key word. Nobody, and this is why I think this is suddenly Bill became toxic. Suddenly Bill became a failure. You know, he's just mean and he's nasty and he doesn't listen to anybody. He he would never be collaborative and he would never respect anybody else. He would poop all over any idea that you ever had because he's old and he's used up and his ways don't work anymore. But the young guys are so open and respectful to everybody. He makes everybody feel perfect and happy and just awesome, right? That, to me, is part of the reason why he lost that job. The relationship of Arthur Blank with uh, Raheem Morris, the whole Mayo effect, which I think is real. Uh, him not wanting to change his ways. Like, he was just too hell-bent on doing it his old way. And I would say the way he had it here in New England <laughs> was so... It was a this this is not what Bill had is the exception to the rule is not the rule and he had to earn it because Kraft said it after the third Super Bowl he got it yep so he was there five years before he got it and he won three out of four Super Bowls and the other one is his personality here's the other thing too 
a lot of talking heads are taking victory laps. Other than Asante Samuel and maybe Cassius Marsh yeah. along the way. I told you guys. There have not been mounds of players coming out talking about that Bill is a troglodyte and doesn't build relationships. You have Gronk and Edelman on that Kay Adams show being like, yeah, Atlanta should hire him, and here's all the reasons why. So the talking heads who do help shape narratives are all over Bill, yet I've never heard Christian Fourier say, yeah, Bill can be a dink, but guess what? I had a relationship with the guy. This whole relationship thing is really interesting because if guys who played for Bill felt like they didn't have one with him or didn't appreciate him, then somebody would say it. In the empowerment era, no Brady, no Gronk, no Edelman, no Willie McGinnis, no going back. Even Ty Law has sat here and said the worst thing about Bill's negotiating with him. Otherwise, as a coach, he's dope and he loved him. But yet, this guy is somehow the luckiest country fried rube in the history of sports now. It's unbelievable. He's got like a horseshoe stuck on his booty. I mean, yeah, 617-779-7937. Reaction to Bill not getting the job in Atlanta. We've also got to unpack what's going to go on here in New England now because if Bill Belichick's ways were so wrong and he was sitting on Josh McDaniels and Josh McDaniels walked back through the door here, then how the hell are we supposed to react to that? All that with you next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Gresh and Fourier. On WEEI. Download the Odyssey app and listen on demand anytime. Do not forget to subscribe to the Gresh and Fourier podcast. Billy Lanny does great work in getting all those ready for you, whether it's individual interviews or the full show. You can find it at WEEI.com. You can get it on the Odyssey app as well. And good morning to those of you texting and twitching in. 37937 to text. Of course, the Twitch chat is uh, rolling. People are uh, noticing that, I guess, on the camera that we have on the roof that shows the pike with all the rain, I guess there's like a wiper on that uh, deal. Really? So we got to see the uh, windshield wiper working during the uh, during the break there. Oh, if you okay. were watching on Twitch. I missed Twitch. it. Haley's comment. Yeah, it was uh, weird. Well, I mean, you know. God oh, for, there it is. God, God forbid we have a dry day or, or, you know, sunshine. Like, what is that? Uh, and in case you're feeling uh, a little like, you know, if your energy's down, um, I have a motivator bag for us. Well, a what? A motivator, motivator bag. bag? We are all going to take a big... Yeah, cash? Uh, 1245, big deal, no big deal. It the better, motivator bag comes out. I'm just saying, if there's no cash in it, I'm not going mean? to be no, motivated. No, 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 no. You got to get motivated. It's Friday, getting this through the last hour. You're going to get motivated, and then you tell me how you feel after you take a big whiff of it. Oh, really? Yeah. We're all going to do it. Uh, I see Coop zooming in on something. <laughs> I thought somebody. I have was to gonna... fix it though. I, he can't. Yeah. You can't see it. I got to fix it. He just gave me what the motivator bag was made out of, <laughs> and I have to somehow like rig it. I have to hack it. I have to get that old you know motivator bag hack. 
you're like the bag. So he gave you smelling salts. Uh, and you don't know what to do with the smelling salts. No, 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 no. You have to create a bag. You have to sniff the bag, and then you got to do something really like crazy. <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, in the, you're, you're gonna do it, right? I, no, you're I gonna do, do it, right? No, of course I am. Right? I just I have a joke about a wet bag of cats and arousing, oh, okay. and I I'm trying to get it in, and I just can't. Okay. But you can figure. All right, <laughs> Nick's laughing, so he's all, all right. over it. Last time he aroused a woman. Six one seven seven nine seven ninety three seven. Oh God, it's gonna be one of those days. We are gonna have to talk about the Patriots at some point in the offensive coordinator role, right? We'll get to it. All right, now we have we'll Razor at eleven twenty five. We got Lou at yep. noon. We got a lot to get to. There and is, we got a motivator uh, bag we gotta get and to. The motive, Maybe whatever. we should do the motivator bag now. No. Because we have Alan New right. Bedford who wants in on Belichick. Al, go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, Belichick is a good coach, man. I don't know what's going on. But you guys do sound like a bunch of racists because black coaches coming in. We've been blackballed for years. And, Poyak, I thought you had a little brown in it, but you sound like well, at Pepe down in Pennsylvania. I mean, y'all need to be working in Alabama. Uh, thanks, right. Al. I'm yeah, not really Al, sure. I'm uh, 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 116th everything, Al, in case you were wondering. Um I mean, what did he even say? Was well, it a statement or was it a... Uh, basically, the fact that we have looked in on some of the relationships yep. in Atlanta. There was a caller who mentioned about DEI where yep. we, we did say it's not about left or right or anything. It's collaboration or whatever. Um, and, you know, Al is also throwing the, the, the whole thing out there. We've been passed over forever. Okay, Al, I get it. You take ownership of, of that. And there is an element of that, but we've now gotten to a point in the NFL where people who have won Super Bowls and gone to conference championship games are being passed over for the news or the neophytes or the whatever. And Al, I would say this to you, whenever we rolled out the 10-year history and we left out the 22 and 23 hiring cycle of the coaches and the people that got hired it didn't matter whether they were black or white. There are a lot of inexperienced people who get into a job in the NFL and they completely soil themselves. No one makes more fun of Buddy Hackett and his run in Denver more than me. He's a dopey, hip-hopping, dancing white goof. So th there's one to point out, but it's the, it's the fact that it's now shiny and new. There used to be sort of the way that everybody would kind of come up through a system or whatever, and then you would get your jobs and stuff like that. Now it's just, oh, you communicate well with players? Oh, you had a good interview? Eh, I don't care if you've never coordinated a thing in your life. I'm going to elevate you to a head coach in the NFL. Those are big level jumps, and we're seeing teams make the same mistakes all the time. So it's a little more about that because guess what? We're now like everybody else around here. We're no different than all these other teams. Welcome to reality. Well, you know what? That is exactly right. We have crashed. I've been saying it for years. We have crashed from the lofty perch we were on around here. We are no different than any other team now in the NFL that is going through first-time hiring cycle. And let's see when the Crafts have to make another decision. Do they decide to do the same thing all over again? like they've just done in Atlanta, like they've just done in Carolina, like they've just done elsewhere. That's the root of all of this. We kind of like winning around here. So other organizations, we used to laugh at them. 
Now we're doing what they're doing, and to think that we're not going to laugh at everyone still is kind of crazy. Dan in Connecticut. Go ahead, Dan. Hey, what's going on, uh, Gresham Fourier? What's up? Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Just want to say, I mean, yeah, Bill's been making his, his grave for the last 20 years. He's unrelatable. Uh, people fear him. They don't really love him. It's an ounce of respect, but, I mean, what do you expect? Um, he's almost he's almost too experienced, right? A lot of people kind of fear him in the organization, and they don't want to bring him on. It's, it's almost too much of a liability. And real quick, I just want to relate it kind of to the construction industry, right? Like, he's got this old-school mentality um, and, and like you said, that word collaboration, you want new voices, you want people um, around you who aren't just going to be yes men. Um, and time has kind of just passed them by, right? People are kind of slaves to the presence here. Um, no one really cares about what he did 15, 20 years ago. It's what he's doing now, and he's, he's failed the last three years. How are people eva- failed the last three years, and one of them was a playoff year? Can't fight it. You know how you here, here's it. the thing. It's just the way it is. It, it, this, this, is it, it. this is what the NFL does. It just it, – it's – the NFL stands for not for long. It stands for not for long. We used to say it as players, and you're hired to get fired. And we had this whole thing with Bill Parcells. We this quote that we found sure. right in the in the Boston Globe about it's a, just a terrible it's a terrible job, and it's the highs and it's the massive lows, and it's just a matter of time before they come. I agree with him, like in which, but it's crazy to me. And and, and then we'll break. Is that the greatest coach of all time? Couldn't get a job. Too qualified. No, unre- no, he's unrelatable. Uh, he's he intimidates people. That's right. He wants too much. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. but sure. he's the greatest coach of all time, and right. he couldn't get a job. What does that say about Bill Belichick and his reputation, How, and and the perception that is that is that is thrown towards Bill? He's the greatest. Everyone has said it for years. Suddenly, he isn't anymore. Suddenly. Nothing he every accomplished is bullcrap made up or it's all Tom. It is amazing like how quickly he has fallen. Can you imagine if you're Bill Belichick and you get the call from Arthur Blank and he says, Hey, by the way, hey, we're gonna go with Raheem Morris. Thank you for your time and I had a great time at dinner with you. <laughs> you may he may just disappear. You're laughing to yourself. Really? If you're Bill, you are laughing to yourself. I think it's I think it's a weird awakening. That he's going through right now, he probably doesn't even know how to handle it, because he is because he's been labeled the best to ever do it, mm-hmm. ever, and he has the hardware to prove it. Yet nobody wants wants him to coach their team. I mentioned twenty one was at least a playoff year. Drew Mo in the Twitch chat, Gresho Zuna thinks twenty one was a good season. Okay, I'm glad to know the bar, because what if Mayo just makes it to a playoff? Should be happy, and, you know. Well, we're but, on our but, way. No, if he doesn't win, then I'll, I'll go by what Drumo and others are. Are okay, fine. Like, oh, you think it was a good year? They went to the playoffs. Now we set the standard for Mayo. That's all I want: the consistency. That the fans are going to crack on Bill and do the whole. Well, he did this, he did that. Okay, then. So just going to the playoffs in twenty one wasn't enough. Then I guess just going to the playoffs for the new guy shouldn't be either, unless we're going to move the goalposts the way everyone has been which is what I expect. We see your bill calls. Um, <laughs> so now Josh McDaniel's coming back here, and will people revolt because Bill is Bill? We'll get to all that next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.